0: We're going to talk about Andy No coming up in just a second, and what's happening um, uh, in Portland. Stand by for that. Also, a great guest, Bridget Fedacy, is coming up on today's show. You do not want to miss that. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, home title lock. Home title lock is actually something uh, that that Pat turned us
1: both on to. Uh, for what was it? No, no it was you me, turned but Pat whatever. On. You know, whatever. Well, I was just, just about... re- rewrite history yet again, yeah, just okay. like your museum. Unbelievable. I thought... <laughs> Unbelievable. I thought,
0: uh, I thought it was Pat that did that. It was you? Yeah, so it oh. means a little oh. less to you now? Yeah, it does. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, so Stu turned Pat on, and uh, Pat turned me on uh, uh, onto home title lock, because I think this is, this is really something that each of us kind of found separately, and we're like, what? Once you hear it. Once a friend tells you, "Hey, by the way, it's super easy to steal somebody's house. If you have any equity in your house, your your mortgage, your title could be taken, and then everything that you have in your house, uh, you could lose." And it's it's happening. In fact, in New York City, the police call it an epidemic. This is crazy. There's only one company that's really doing anything about it, and it's Home Title Lock. You get uh, free protection for 30 days. When you just sign up and just see if this has already happened, you get the free uh, protection for 30 days. HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do it now.
2: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: You know what's really amazing is... How blind the media is, or how blind—no, I shouldn't say that. How blind the people who just get their news from mainstream media. How blind they truly are. They have no idea what's really going on in the real world. What's happening in Portland is 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 un-American. I mean, in many ways, un-American. But America really is known for its law and order. That's what allows us to be successful. Law and order. But where is law and order? Where's the governor of Oregon? Where is the, the mayor of Portland? A journalist was beaten and is still in the hospital today with a brain bleed. The media hasn't covered it. The Portland police, because they are under the direction of the mayor, do nothing about it. Is Portland even part of the United States anymore? We begin there in one minute.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Well, welcome to July 1st. Uh, we are just a few days away from a really important... It is the Christmas, I think, if you will, for, uh, for, Americas, uh, for Americans. It is the most important holiday of the year if you take out all religious holidays this is so very important because this is we don't celebrate july 4th we celebrate independence day now as you're celebrating it's not just about the cookouts and the fireworks and the long summer nights it is a time to remember our our founders and the incredible sacrifice they made for our country I am proud to be an American and it doesn't take a flyover and it doesn't take a flag being waved for me to be proud because I'm not proud of those things per se. I'm proud of what those things stand for and what those things protect. Same thing with guns in America. The United States Concealed Carry Association would like to help you be able to protect the Second Amendment rights. They are the people that are offering expert training, education, self-defense, legal protection, which is so important. And in honor of the Fourth of July, they're giving away one thousand seven hundred and seventy six dollars of guns, ammo and gear for free. It's called the Fourth of July Freedom Giveaway. And with it, you get two free chances to win seventeen seventy six in money just by texting the word back to the number eight, seven, two, two, two prize money. Uh, It gets you a Ruger Mini 14, an Otis cleaning system, a nine-line wood flag sign, and ammo. All you need to do is just text BECK, B-E-C-K, to the number 87222. There is a catch. This is all over, and they draw on July 5th. You have to claim your two free entries to win right now by texting BECK to the number 87222.
3: So who's
2: in control? If you see them, let them know that I'm looking for direction something solid I can hold.
0: So what's solid anymore? Remember I told you that everything, everything that was liquid would be solid and everything that was solid will be liquid someday. Well, isn't that it? I mean, what are the rules anymore? What are the laws? If we don't enforce our laws, do our laws matter? In Portland, they don't. A Portland-area reporter uh, known for his coverage of far-left violence has been injured in an attack by alleged members of Antifa, leaving him hospitalized with a brain bleed. If you know who Andy Noe is, uh, pray for him. Send your thoughts and prayers. He'd, he would appreciate them. He's in the hospital today for a brain bleed. <sighs> He is an editor at Quillette, which is, if you haven't gone to Quillette.com, you should. It's really, really good. It's it's cl- classical
1: liberalism. Um, it's been co- described everywhere as a conservative website, which not. is not what it is. not. It's really not.
0: It is. It, well, it is if you, def- if you want to define um, uh, conservatives as constitutional. Constitutional uh, conservatives are classical liberals they are people that you're not always going to agree with and sometimes they don't even agree they're like i hate to say this i don't want this
1: to be true but if we like freedom we have to support this and a lot of times it's aligned with our constitution but it was started by an australian it's not even an american publication correct
0: correct anyway um so he is one of the editors at quillette and he's also the host of the podcast things you should know Uh, He was reporting on the Antivost Street demonstrations in Portland on the 29th uh, of uh, last month. And he was that's over the weekend. He was in uh, Portland. He was on the streets. There was another big protest down in the park and he was filming the police taking bats away from people. You can't have any bats in the park. Uh, All of the people that were there, he was documenting, for instance, I loved this, the The uh, Satanists uh, of Portland were there. Their little group and their little logo was out in the park. Uh, All kinds of different groups, including a lot of communist uh, flags, uh, red flags. Uh, the, The Democratic Socialists were the organizers of it. And they were selling milkshakes so you could milkshake somebody. And uh, by the way, the mil- vegan milkshakes, vegan milkshakes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. apparently are now including a little bit of concrete mm-hmm. in them. Quick drying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no big deal. little concrete, little milkshake. How could that hurt anybody? Um, so Andy is is standing there and all he's doing is filming. And he says, I've watched all of the videos from him. And he starts to say, people are following me. They're trying to block me. Um, They harass him. He leaves several times, goes over to the police and he says, look, I'm I'm being harassed. Are you guys going to do anything? Nope. They do nothing. He goes back. He comes back. I have evidence. I'm being harassed. Are you going to do anything? No. He goes back this time in the middle of the street. They take their signs, the wood signs, because they don't have any bats. Uh, They take anything that they have. They start hurling things at him of course milkshakes then some sort of a some sort of a chemical is thrown into his face they beat him with the wood signs uh and he's bleeding from his ears he's bleeding from his eyes uh and he they do nothing the police do nothing he's now in the hospital uh with a brain bleed we we hope that he is uh doing well we hope that he is doing better um uh, it was my understanding last night that he was out of the hospital but i heard just about an hour ago that it looks like he is still in the hospital um we'd love to talk to him when he is able to to talk um but watch the video it's it's pretty shocking
1: it's amazing that that's happening in an american city and that the police and the mayor seem to have absolutely no concern. I mean, I am sure the police want to step in on these cases. We've heard from them before. But the mayor is has a very specific ideology that
0: allows this. If you're living in Portland or anywhere in Oregon and you have seen this, can you just call us and tell us how are people dealing with this? I mean, how do you go to Portland? How do you work in Portland with this? Are you in fear? You know, it's a, it's amazing to me. We should put this up for this weekend. Um, we just uh, we started our museum this last weekend, and I'll talk to you about it. Uh, and it's all about freedom. And there's one place in the center of our atrium that is really pretty shocking. It has clan members uh, and the clan outfits with the hoods uh, and the the hanging tree. And behind that is uh, the the hanging cage with the orange jumpsuits. And these are jumpsuits from slaves, ISIS slaves that we actually uh, freed. And so these are actual jumpsuits from people that were taken by ISIS. And next to it is an actual ISIS uniform and gun belt and, and everything else that was taken from an ISIS member, both wearing masks. The same thing is happening with Antifa. Now, why 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 the mask is it because they don't want to get caught? They don't want people knowing who they are. No masks are used by people like this because they want to make sure that you don't know who they are, not for fear of trouble, because, as you know, they're not getting in trouble in Portland, not for fear that you will know who they are, but they want to be able to blend back into society so you never know. If that's the guy that was trying to beat you up, was that the guy that came into my house and took my husband and and uh, lynched him in a tree? I don't know, because all I saw is his eyes behind the white mask. Is that the person that came and was rounding up all the Christians in our community and beheaded them? I don't know, because all I saw were his eyes in the black ISIS mask. Is this is this the group of people that were hassling and and uh, and uh, beating up Andy? No, well, we're not really sure because all we saw were the eyes. They want to blend into society, so they never they never reveal. You never know if you're safe. Is this person at the store that's working behind the counter? Are they actually Antifa? This is about fear and intimidation, and that is as un-American as you can get. No one in America should be afraid, especially when the police can do something about it. Was it good? Was this a good thing when people were making Martin Luther King afraid when they were throwing things through his window When they were burning down black businesses, was that a good thing? Is it a good thing that they're just taking people? For instance, the guy in the wheelchair. There's a right by the park. There's this this um, apartment complex where the elderly live. They're scared to come out of their houses. Is it okay for people who had food carts? That had been there forever? That their business is destroyed? How can we possibly have freedom if there is no security? See, here's the thing. We all got together in a pact. And this happened long, long time ago. We were all just kind of together, and yet we were all responsible for our own farm or whatever. And... When we would be raided, there would be nobody there to help. When we would be in town, our families could be molested. When we had something go wrong, we had nobody except our neighbors. And so what we did is we became more and more um, specialized as we said, you know what? I'll grow the wheat. You make the bread. So I didn't have to do everything in my life. You know I'll make the wheat and I'll trade you wheat if you'll help build the barn as we started to do those things and we busied ourselves in our in our in our own world to be able to exist. We needed to hire people to watch over the things because we couldn't do that, keep the bad guys away and be a farmer and be a logger or uh, 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 you know, a miller, a shopkeeper. So we hired somebody to do that. And we hired a mayor to make sure that was happening. Now the mayor of Portland is not doing that. He's This mayor is not protecting American citizens. The police are not protecting American citizens. They are allowing American citizens who are fully in their right to drive down the street. You see the woman who was trapped in her car, Antifa surrounding her, yelling at her, spitting on her. Why? Because she was just driving down the street. They took control of the streets again. Is that America? And by the way, the media... Is doing no. I was going to say they're doing nothing. No, they're doing worse than nothing. Let me give you a flashback of Chris Cuomo. Here he is on CNN talking about Antifa.
4: And talk about Antifa. I've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations. Okay, there are certainly aspects of them that are true to a cause. That is a good cause. They want social justice. They want whatever they want in that context. You tell Not me Antifa. when that is ever happened. Anarchists. You tell me when that has ever happened with neo Nazis where they have ever been doing Chris, the right Antifa is not thing. a good cause. Antifa does not
1: have good aims. Antifa wants power, wants political power taken uh, through force. That's what Antifa Steve, is all about. I mean, they are be, the inheritors of I'm Nazis. And-
0: That's what the media is doing. They're not covering Andy No, And if they do, they'll make him into some right-wing kook. Portland, Oregon, you better stand up and... Federal government, isn't it time you demand what Ted Cruz is demanding? Action being taken against these uh, these mayors and anyone else who won't enforce the law. This is a corrupt system and people, Americans who are not dressed in black, who are not afraid to have their face being seen. Those Americans need protection, and they need it now. So July 4th means summer is heating up. My gosh, it is the fires of hell here in Texas. It is so hot and humid here. No, no, I love it. There was some concert going on at the uh, International Speedway. Uh either this weekend or it's coming up next weekend. And I thought, well, that's where I want to be, right on the hot tarmac. Oh, my gosh. It is so hot. Anyway, you can reduce the, the heat buildup in your house by as much as 50%. It's blinds.com. They will help you and... It's 50% off everything right now. Blinds.com, America's number one online choice for affordable, quality custom window coverings and their award-winning design consultants are with you every step of the way for free. Plus, every order gets free shipping, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So go to Blinds.com right now and save up to 50% on everything. Plus, you'll save an extra $20 this 4th of July with promo code BECK. So save 50% off of everything, plus an additional $20 if you use the promo code BECK. That's blinds.com, promo code BECK. We break now for 10 seconds, Station I.D. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm Glenn Beck, along with uh, Stu Bregeer, um, our executive producer, and Melissa on the phone from Oregon. Hello, Melissa.
5: Hi, Glenn.
1: Hi, Hi Stu. Hey, how's it going?
5: So, it's good. Good. <laughs> I'm not in Portland, so it's
1: good. <laughs> Where are you now?
5: Um, I'm actually in Texas. I came to see your, um, your uh, museum yesterday.
0: Oh, wow. What'd you think? So... It was awesome. Good. It was
5: fantastic. Good. But we've lived. I've lived in Portland since I was ten, and we sold our house in December because we couldn't take it anymore. My daughter is nine. She's not safe there. It's bleeding out of Portland now. We were ju- we were living just outside the city of Portland, in southeast Portland, and it's crazy. It's nuts. We got robbed. Police won't even show up. It's. We don't go into Portland. We avoid it like the plague. What you take your life into your hands
0: Well this is a great American city. Portland is a beautiful oh. city. What I is it. what is the mayor what is the mayor thinking?
5: I don't have any idea what that man is thinking. i I didn't vote for him. he's he I don't understand him. He uh, people are dying. people are getting beaten. people's cars are getting beaten. You can't even drive in the street without Antifa beating your car.
0: Were were people um uh around you, were the neighbors all cool with this? No. They are nobody knows what to do though. They're, They're not. not cool with it. Okay, all right.
5: No. But nobody knows what to do. Because you got the mayor allowing it. What do we do? You can't protest Antifa, because they'll they'll go strictly to violence right away. You can't what do you do? <sighs>
0: All right. Thank you, Melissa. Um, I was, I'm was i glad that you were down here at the museum this weekend. Uh, let me go to Hannah in Oregon. Hello, Hannah.
6: Hi, Glenn. Hi, Stu. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so I don't live in Portland, but I'm about to head in there for work today. I work in downtown Portland and have for a couple of years actually in news. Um, and I was working during last year's protest between Antifa and at that time Patriot Prayer um, when it turned into a riot. And it's just crazy. Luckily, most of their protests are on the weekend, so I don't know that it impacts a great number of commuters. But when it does, it's like everything shuts down. They shut down the streets. Um, police have to come out and like fire. Um, what are those projectiles? The like, the, the rubber bullets, bullets. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it. It seems like something you wouldn't see in America.
0: How do you? How do you and other people in Portland feel about this? Is this are people, like our last caller just said, they don't like it, but what are you going to do about it? Or are most people in, agree, you know, in agreement with the, the ideas, at least, of Antifa?
6: I think the latter, for sure. Um, I think most people who live in Portland don't like that this is what their city is like, but they're more politically on Antifa's side. So I think it's hard for them to figure out how they feel about it.
0: Unbelievable. Are you safe when you go downtown?
6: I mean, I would I would say so. I don't feel unsafe, but it's definitely you know you have to deal with a lot of things that you might not want to, like yeah. protesters yelling at you with bullhorns and stuff.
0: Wow, uh, what a great place to live, Hannah! Thank you so much. She so uh, didn't get hit with a, in the head with a crowbar, like yeah. the old guy who's just walking down the street. Yeah, or Andy No, who's in the hospital for a brain bleed today.
2: You're listening glenn
0: beck social planning and e-invitation service one of the biggest sites on the internet and it has just admitted to a security breach a hacker has put up for sale 10 million user records from the site that includes names uh, usernames email addresses passwords plus dates of birth phone number mailing addresses this breach occurred in february of this year now this isn't the only place, and they don't usually say, "Oh, by the way, we've been breached." Um, they'll make an announcement; it'll be in the press. And if you've used this service, you probably won't even hear about it. All right, somebody's identity th- is stolen every two seconds, and you can miss certain identity threats if you're only monitoring your credit. If you if you did an uh, you know an e invitation to something, your 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 information can be out on the dark web right now protect yourself with LifeLock. Nobody can identify all theft, uh, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but they're the best. LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Get an extra 10% off your first year if you use the promo code back. LifeLock.com or call
1: 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Who's going to cover the actual details of what's happening in Portland? Not the mainstream media. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Subscribe now. Use the promo code Glen.
0: If you live in if you live in Portland or you've just left Portland, we'd love to hear from you uh, on what what is really what is it like to live in a city that seems like a third world country now where there is no control of the streets uh, and the mayor is in with the bad guys. We go to Jay in Ohio, just left Portland. Hello, Jay.
4: Hey, good morning, Glenn. I actually left about seven years ago. I live in Ohio now where I grew up, but I spent 19 years in Portland. Downtown used to be the destination for everybody. It was clean. It was fun. It was safe. It was beautiful. It's sketchy and scary now. I still work for a company that's based in downtown Portland. So I'm back there several times a year. I left about the time that the Occupy movement was going on, and I started carrying police-grade pepper mace. I didn't want to carry a gun because I was afraid I might you know, use it and then have that used against me since uh-huh. the law isn't on the side of uh-huh. good people in Portland. But it's bad. People are pulling their businesses out of downtown. Columbia Sportswear pulled out their flagship store because of all this stuff. And the mayor was supposed to be the agent of change and I follow Portland politics pretty closely. He got intimidated as soon as he got in office by the uh the Antifa and the homeless coalition And he's done absolutely nothing to make that city safe since then.
0: So is he is he with them or is he just a coward?
4: I think it's both. I think he's slightly with them, but he's mostly a coward. They actually went to his house and protested and threatened his family. And the moment they did that, he turned into a complete coward and has done nothing but kowtow to the violence and the mobs. That, that take wow. on the Portland I've been there on a couple weekends when that stuff is going on it is flat out scary scary enough as it is I mean you can't walk down the street without some homeless person and there's a lot of homeless by choice in downtown Portland yes. harassing you hard and I'm six foot three and 215 pounds and I'm scared
0: wow wow thank you Jay I so, appreciate it Alan in Florida also left Portland uh, hello Alan
7: yeah thank you Thanks, Glenn, for your time. Um, yeah, I left 11 years ago. I went to an a event that is quite common, and I was threatened by a fella. All he did was learn that I had conservative values, and he threatened me. And um, what finally broke the camel's back is I found out, it was on the news, about how Portland and Seattle were competing with each other to see who could get the most child pr- prostitutes Jesus. and that was the final straw i said that's it i'm getting the hell out of here because it i mean those people are dangerous um if they're going to encourage child prostitution and what they were doing is that i would lived in canada for three years right in the british columbia area and they were showing videos on the tv at night about trucks pulling up to the American border and dropping off 10, 15, 20, 25 people at a time to run across the border. And they're Asians primarily. Uh And the Asians have swamped the entire government of Washington state. They've swamped it. People I know who work for the government there, they say, you can't believe what those people have done. And that was because of the, the one governor that they had there who was an Asian. And I mean, he just Took the people out of power and put his people in.
0: Yeah, well, it. I mean, I think we crossed a we crossed a, a, a line here at some point where I'm not really sure we we agree on things. I know a lot of Asian people who are wonderful. Uh, what? I don't, I'm not
1: sure what, where you're going with okay, that, Alan, odd, thank I you. That agents at first, and I was like, agents, what are agents doing in this, yeah. uh, I misunderstood that. that yeah, was if they're a, dro- a they're dro- turn.
0: If they are <laughs> dropping illegals, well, I mean, look, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to even
1: deal with that. <laughs> is, again, this is, these are like if people are doing things that are wrong, uh, like committing crimes or violating laws. That's yeah. the the issue here. Yeah, really it's doesn't not uh, really race. Yeah, no. It's not really race. Um, <laughs> here's here's the thing. We have... usually can like, see only the uh, the racism against Asians from Harvard. It's not normally from I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um Here here is the. Did you have you ever watched the movie Pale Rider?
0: But Clint Eastwood. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. Uh he did it maybe in the early nineties, I think. It was his uh comeback cowboy movie. It was the first real nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. Mm. Wow, it is so good. And it's about this guy who rides into town, and it's this little mining town, and the the sheriff is in with the big uh mayor. And the mayor is the store owner, and he's buying up everything, and it's a mining town. And he wants this one uh, section of town, Uh, and everybody, he's intimidating everybody. He's destroying, he's doing what Antifa does, Uh, and the police don't help him, and this pale rider comes in, just this one guy, it's Clint Eastwood, and um, he's a preacher, but he's a uh, he's a guy who, when he first rides into town, he sees these bullies take basically a baseball bat uh, to this this one uh, this one guy who has a, a property in the mining uh, valley that the mayor wants, and they're beating him almost to death in the streets. And he comes up and he takes, <laughs> as only Clint Eastwood would, he takes away all of those bats. Uh, from like the eight guys and leaves them bleeding in the street and helps the other guy up. Uh, and he's a preacher. and he tells the people of this area, you've got to work together. you gotta stick together. Uh, now he's also Clint Eastwood, so he it it helps that he is that he's there because he's actually the guy who fights the fights them all. But this story is not just a, uh, a movie. This story has happened over and over again, uh, and mainly in the West. But one of the most famous battles was the Battle of Athens, and that's in Tennessee. The Battle of Athens is one of the best stories of individuals who have had enough I've ever seen. There were a group of World War II veterans that had just come back. The war was over. They had come back to their town of Athens, which had been this nice little town. But while they were gone, some of the men that were left were some of the worst guys in town. And the guy who had become mayor was trying to take over the entire town, and he was shaking people down for protection money, et cetera, et cetera. And he was running both sides. He was was allowing people to be intimidated, and then he was— Uh, calling the shots and ordering for protection money if you wanted to have your your store survive and because all of the men most of the men were gone they didn't know what to do well the veterans come back and they see what their town has has become and they realize wait a minute we just got back from fighting this is fascism this is exactly what we were fighting overseas And one of the guys decides he's going to run for mayor. Well, that pisses the mayor off. And uh, he's going to make sure that nobody is voting for this guy. And he intimidates and intimidates. And the day of the election, uh, anybody who is black is voting for this new guy. But they're not letting any of the blacks vote. But the veterans start to stand up at the voting booths. And they are going to make sure that everybody gets a fair vote. Well, the mayor has his men with guns there as well, and the first guy to vote in the morning was a black guy, and he was shot to death in the streets as he left, uh, and that started the battle of of Athens. Remember, this is this is in you know recent history. This is not a cowboy. This is right after World War II, Fort nineteen forty-six. Yeah, nineteen forty-six. Um, so uh, they they battle through the day. And they finally get the uh, they hole up in the armory where they have all of the guns and and they have the voting boxes. They take the voting boxes, which are locked. And so nobody knows who's going to win. And the, the mayor of the town and the sheriff and everybody else, they have the voting boxes and they're about to open them up. And so the the veterans come in. And they've got guns and they grab the voting boxes before they're open and they put them in the armory and now they're held up in the armory. Well, the sheriff calls out all of his boys and his buddy, the governor, and says, hey, we've got a riot going on here. You need to send uh, for help. Well, by the time the governor and the state troops arrive, uh, there has been a full fledged war but who's going to win the guys who didn't go to war or the guys who did go to war. So they won as the uh, state police rolled in under the governor. um, They were expecting that the guys inside were the bad guys. They found out differently that those weren't the bad guys. Uh, The mayor, I mean, the governor knew that, but the state troopers were honest Uh, they took the ballot boxes, which were still closed, opened them up, and the veteran won. But that's an example of people taking their town back. Now, the only reason why the veterans could win is because all guns had to be kept at the armory. We used to have armories. And so every town had an armory where you'd have all the guns in case something happened. Every citizen could go and get their gun. Well, we don't have armories anymore. And... The guy who had the key to the armory was one of the veterans. That was the secret. Otherwise, it would have continued to happen. I don't suggest that the people of Portland, you know, grab guns and go in and do this. But it is time to flood the phone banks of the federal government and say, what the hell are you doing?
1: In the Battle of Athens, what did the Asians do? well the asians were pl- the asians and the jews were behind the <laughs> oh, whole okay, thing okay yeah good, okay, so good. glad we figured that out <laughs> yeah <laughs> <The> asians <clears throat> ted cruz did come out and talk about this right uh, he yeah wants
0: he wants an done. investigation and he wants he wants uh, charges to be brought against this mayor and i think there should be remember this mayor is the one that let the fbi fend for themselves They were in their office. They called for police and the police chief said, sorry, I can't. Uh, You're in the wrong town. The mayor won't let us go and help you. The FBI trapped in their offices in Portland. Sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. Relief Factor is so unbelievably great if you have pain. If you have pain and you want to get rid of it, Relief Factor, try it. It reduces the inflammation in your body. All you have to do is call 800-500-8384 and try it for three weeks. If you try it for three weeks and it doesn't work, then you're out $20. Yes, you are out $20, but 70% of the people who try it, that 70% go on to order more month after month because it works. And I've been taking it now for over 18 months, and I take it every day because it works. It reduces your inflammation, and it helps your pain so many people are either out of pain or had their pain greatly reduced it is worth a try please don't live with the pain just give this a shot it's relieffactor.com try their three-week quick start it's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com welcome to the uh, program this is the glenn beck program by the way uh up at glennbeck.com this is the last day it ends at midnight uh we will call the poor unfortunate soul that wins uh the the auction for the uh the hitler painting uh i made a um an anti-hitler painting based on uh really propaganda that he used to do and he used to make the jews look really really bad and all of his enemies look bad so we made hitler look bad mm. uh and uh he's holding a newspaper that says 50 million killed i should have made that 60 million um but uh he's uh, this i painted right after the the senate failed to protect the lives of the the unborn and the born uh and he just says uh, over his head next time i guess i'll call it planned parenthood Hmm, Meaning you could get away with murder if he just called it Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Uh,
1: and you can still bid on, bid on this today?
0: Yeah. You go to glenbeck.com. It'll take you right to the mm-hmm. site. It has a link to the site. It's up at $6,200. Every single uh, dime goes to uh, the pro-life movement.
1: Mm-hmm. So trying to raise some money for them. And some people might look at this and think it's like pro-Hitler, but actually it's anti-Hitler, which is anti-fascist, which I guess makes you a member of Antifa. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, uh, that's a twisted uh, road. Yeah, uh, that's it. But, well. Uh, I mean, we've seen how you feel about Asians on the yeah. show today. I don't know <laughs> what's, what's going on. Wait, what? Which is, by the way, interesting. Uh, by the way, uh, we had an interesting caller who who thought Asians might be the problem. Uh, Andy, no, very much Asian. Yeah, uh, the guy who's was uh, hit uh, with a concrete milkshake and beaten to a uh, to the point of brain bleed. Yeah, uh, he, he is a not only Asian. He's a gay son of Vietnamese immigrants Mm. Um, and which is interesting all I know is purely from the point that this is what the white they're fighting against the white patriarchy we're Mm -hmm. told yeah uh, with it with the fascists as the blaze points out today it kind of like really not they may have gone down the wrong road here.
0: Yeah, one guy beaten with a crowbar, and uh, Andy No, uh, beaten and is in the hospital with a brain bleed today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we wish him uh, all the best and a speedy recovery. Strange day for you to align with Antifa. You know, <laughs> right. Okay, shut up. Let me go to uh, <laughs> that you can find at glenbeck.com. Today is the last day to be able to bid on this, and all the proceeds go to uh, pro life. Okay, let me go to Jennifer in uh, North Carolina. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, it's
8: my honor and pleasure to finally speak with you. You feel like you guys feel like you know uh, family that we keep in the basement.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> wow. I appreciate that.
1: Well, strange compliment. Strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, A little but, backhanded.
8: Great. A little yeah, no, big compliment. Thank Love you. you, guys, so much. Um, well, I wanted I wanted to bring this point up. So the P- Portland police are well within their right to defy the mayor as men of reason and who are supposed to have justice flowing through their veins mm-hmm. you know
3: mm.
8: they you know just because uh, they're i've been you know you read on twitter and you hear different phone calls you know on podcasts and they say well they're following the mayor's orders that didn't work in nuremberg i was just following orders you see someone getting beating up beaten up you don't say well my boss said to stand down
0: no, you help. Well, they also they did arrest people. They did step yeah, in when they saw yeah, it, but they're, they finally yeah. saw it. Uh, they didn't stop it, but they did. Or they did arrest three people. I uh, I think many of the cops are caught between a rock and a hard place because nobody's going to protect their families or children if they do step in. Uh, it really has to be all or one. But this is very early to SA to uh, yeah. Germany.
2: of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: <laughs> I think we need to get a breathing bag for our next guest. She is... <sighs> 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 she's either having a baby or she's very, very nervous to come on. I'm very, very excited to introduce you to her in one minute.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program
0: so simply safe your home security is uh really important you know you might want to think about that if you have a house in oregon i'm just saying uh I, I don't know how anybody in portland is living uh there uh is this really is this america now is this what we're we're doing just beating people one guy's in the hospital today because he's uh uh, he was hit over the head with a crowbar, um, by Antifa, you know, because they found out that he was a conservative, which, you know, that's great. That's great. Um, Andy, uh, Andy no is, is now, which by the way, I think Andy no who is in the hospital with a brain b- bleed and please pray for him. Uh, he was beaten in the streets. Uh, I just think that somebody needs to give him an honor, uh, honorary doctorate just because at some point we have to be able to call him Dr. No. I'm just saying simply safe back is a place I want you to go. If you're looking to protect your home, it is the greatest home security system. Uh, They're offering now a a special right now where you get a special bonus, 15 percent off on this package that they've put together for you. Plus a free HD camera, complete protection for your home. Now, 15 percent off plus a free HD camera. So it's not like, you know, I love these convenience store cameras. we are like, we're looking for a blob that kind of looks like this. No, this is HD, so you'll know exactly what they look look like. SimpliSafeBeck.com. Get 15% off, plus a free HD security camera at SimpliSafeBeck.com. Bridget Phetasy is working once again. She was uh, working at uh, Playboy magazine for a while. She is she is a controversial woman and a really, uh, I think, important voice that you need to hear. She grew up. She thought she was a liberal. She I'm not sure she thinks she's she did not know what she is. I think at this point, at least last time I talked to her. Uh, but she's on a fascinating journey uh, and she has seen the underbelly of the left and uh, doesn't like it. She's now a contributor writing uh, writer at Mel Dame, the Federalist. I'm trying to convince her to come to work here with us. Uh, and she's back in the studio. Bridget, how are you?
9: I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: good. That's a good. It day might have be you, my man.
9: only option to work here soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, well, it's usually after this. Yeah, yeah. Usually it is. Uh, usually it's the last place you work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily by choice. <laughs> so, um, um, uh, Bridget, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know you, mm-hmm. describe yourself. When, yeah, where, you know, who you, who you are.
9: Ah, uh, so I was. I, I was born on the East Coast. I moved every year and a half. Um, that's a very long story. We're mm-hmm. not sure why. Right. Um, my People ask me if I'm military, but I don't think I was. My dad was in Russia like every year and a half. Um, we Every two weeks, and we, we moved every year and a half.
0: <laughs> your dad was in Russia?
9: He's probably going to kill me for talking about this.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you know what your dad did? Was your yeah, dad like...
9: It was dirty. I was
0: in the uh, import export business. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And I was
9: a new girl at schools, and I'd raise my hand, and mm. they'd, the teacher would say, "Like, what does your dad do, Bridget?" And I'd say, "Oh, he buys and sells Russian technology." And I'm like, okay, little Johnny, <laughs> What does your dad do?
0: <laughs> what years were was
9: that? Uh, gosh, I was born in seventy eight, and pretty much until weirdly russia opened up so <laughs> <laughs> this
0: might be something you uh,
1: might want to have a conversation with i have and yeah.
9: supposedly it was it's just me being crazy i've
1: but... seen this movie nicholas cage yeah. Is movie. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all we saw
9: true lies with them and we were all looking at him the
1: whole movie, <laughs> like
9: uh dad
0: okay so dad was a, some sort of a russian smuggler <laughs> uh, what did mom do
9: uh, she was a stay-at-home mom. I'm mm-hmm. the oldest of five.
0: Was her name Natasha? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay.
9: Um, I did. I was married to a Belarusian for five years, and he, when he was, he was like, <laughs> hey. "Your dad was a
3: spy." <laughs> 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 um,
9: but yeah, he. Um, we moved a lot. I'm the oldest of five. I come from a big Irish Catholic family. My dad's one of ten. I have 26 first cousins, but because I moved so much, I had the opportunity to be exposed to all parts of america in particular and Mm -hmm. i i actually hated it growing up and i used to say my parents should have just named me new girl because nobody ever knew me (laughs) (laughs) they were like hey new girl and i that but it also gave me i think tools that i didn't realize i was developing Mm -hmm. because you're always the outsider Mm -hmm. looking in Mm -hmm. and you, it's uniquely prepared me for this moment I find myself in, mm. not knowing who I am or what mm-hmm. I am, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, looking, I feel like, at all of the tribes, yeah. so that's I'm used to kind of observing observing the tribes from the outside.
0: Are you sick of the tribes?
9: Yeah, I, I am. I, I don't, am too. I, I don't, I mean...
0: I think, that, I think, I would love to see one big tribe, and that is the American Constitution tribe, which would include pretty much everybody. Yeah. As long as you agree that, hey, everybody can have their own opinion, their own life, do their own thing. Just don't jam it down my throat. Let's live together. Why can't we be a part of that tribe? What happened to that tribe?
9: I don't know. It's weird. You were asking how people live in Portland. So I've worked in Oregon, in Southern Oregon, and I have a lot of friends in Portland, and they have kids, and they don't even know what's going on with the, with the Antifa stuff. Because how do it's they in, not know? Well, they know from the news, but it's not its not in their neighborhoods. It's not like it's spilling out into the streets everywhere. So my friend said, I asked him yesterday, and he's like, I didn't even hear about it. You don't even know this stuff is going on unless you just avoid that part of town, I guess. But
3: I, pretty... I feel
9: like Portland has become kind of ground zero for the extreme wings of these tribes. The most extreme mm-hmm. are kind of playing out their little cosplay fantasies mm-hmm. on the streets. <laughs> To the tune It's so dumb I mean I can't I, I think it's so dumb But da- now it's getting Not so dumb <laughs> Yeah it's, da- it's dangerous now It's, it's still dangerous. Dumb. Yeah,
0: It's getting dumber by the minute But yeah, it's that, just that, getting more dangerous That was
9: the thing This weekend what happened It was chilling for somebody like me Who doesn't always You know write in lockstep Seeing a lot of Blue check journalists Who are affiliated with places Like the Huffington Post And the New York Times Mainstream organizations justifying the assault of this journalist
0: well um um eric weinstein wrote this today i
9: love eric hi do eric too.
0: He's great. <laughs> he's great. He's not here. He's just saying, I he's <laughs> I'm just saying we keep hi. him in a box <laughs> like, in the other room. Uh, <laughs> so he wrote this quote, a contributor to the wall street journal was attacked on video by uh, Antifa demonstrators where police were ba- where police backed away, hospitalized with suspected brain injury after caustic chemicals were allegedly thrown in his face, disguised by domestic terrorist as a milkshake. He says, where is this story? Because the one I read is this. Members of groups opposed to fascism clashed with yeah. far right Proud Boys in Portland demonstrations in which a conservative journalist for a right-wing website, Quillette, was injured.
3: Mm. Now, those are the
0: same stories. Mm-hmm. And you know that's exactly how it's being reported, if it's being reported.
9: It's always framed as clashes.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Clashes, yeah. yeah. And right-wing you know, conservative, and these are people who are just against fascism. They are fascists. <laughs> How do they not see that?
9: I'm going to get milkshaked when I go back to <laughs> LA just for sitting here and can talking I,
0: to you. Can I tell you something? Please. Uh, I love strawberry. Fresh strawberry milkshakes are delicious. <laughs> yes. You know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Try, try to aim for my mouth, please.
9: <laughs> it is chilling though to to the political violence where does that end exactly when you're trying when you're saying it's okay to throw a milkshake it's okay to spit on people it's okay to
0: well but what do you i mean we have as you probably notice when you walk through and (laughs) right out of the dressing room area you know it's you know the clan and uh and
9: uh, I, yeah i was a little i was like what's happening we should,
1: be, there's, there's, we, we should be clear we didn't rent them space there's a museum going on <laughs> there's a museum right. going okay. on so you're coming through but as
0: you're you're looking at this i gave tours uh this weekend mm-hmm. uh of this museum and it's so clear what's what's happening right now and anytime anyone says shut up Anytime anyone says you don't have a, a a right to have that point of view, anytime anybody is beating somebody to get them to shut up, you've got a problem. Yeah. You have a real problem. And I think uh, Antifa is strengthened not only by in portland the the uh the mayor's office Mm -hmm. but by all of the journalists by all of the people who say well i didn't even know it i i didn't see it going on i i don't pay attention you need to pay attention our country is in trouble right now and it's also strengthened by this concept that you don't have a valued opinion. You had a valued mm. opinion until people, until you started standing up, sa- standing up going, wait, I don't agree with that. Mm. I don't agree with everything that i saying on the right. I don't agree with everything they're saying on the left, but I got to take a stand here. Cause this is ridiculous. Look what you're doing. Once you said that you're no longer a human.
9: Now I'm now I'm an outright. I'm the outright. That's uh, yeah. It's, it's a little disconcerting to see, what What is really worrisome to me is just the justification of it that I'm seeing from people with very large platforms of this is okay because you want to talk about a slippery slope. And when I was on your podcast, we talked about this. This is the kind of stuff that does lead to self-censorship. If you see a journalist get beat up for covering Antifa in a way that isn't the way the mainstream covers mm-hmm. it, and then you see those journalists saying, well, actually... <laughs> If you in the the good faith argument is that they believe if I believe I'm fighting Nazis, sh- of course you you should be fighting Nazis. But the problem is that that word fascist has been so it's this coverall for anyone that disagrees with you. It's mm-hmm. been the, the meaning of it has been destroyed as mm-hmm. well as Nazi. So mm-hmm. now when every and we've talked about that, I mean, Dave Rubin and I were saying this, it, it's like if only anyone was saying this is bad because now. When you're saying speech is violence, it gives people the right to be violent for speech, and that's that
0: that's insanity
9: it's i it's so hard for me to believe that it's happening,
0: but if you look again at history and this is this is where we have to look for patterns. The only reason to learn history is so you can see patterns mm-hmm. and once you recognize the pattern, it may not it It's never going to look the same. Again, history doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes. So it looks a lot like, but it's not exactly. So burning books, history rhymes. We're not burning books. But we are taking books out of libraries. We are deleting voices and their opinions online. There's just no actual burning of everything that Steven Crowder or, or the Weinsteins have done. They've just been banned and relegated and put behind a digital wall. So history, no, they're not burning books. Mm. It rhymes.
9: They're mobbing people before they even get published. You can't burn a book if it never gets published. Exactly right. So it's not even, you don't need to burn the book, just mob the author until they retract their book from publication because they're, and then have to apologize.
0: Right. And when you look at, well, I want to take it, I'm going to take it one more place. I, I'm going to I'll take it someplace really dangerous. Uh, let's talk about, let's <laughs> well, talk about I'm what definitely- was the purchase, what was the purpose of lynching people? Oh boy. <laughs> and Bridget I'm has a you're lot here. to <laughs> say about I'm like, this. what's going, going on? <laughs>
9: this is definitely what I'm going to end up trending on Twitter, which I've
0: been trying to avoid. <laughs> well, we're going to try to change that for you. Oh, <laughs> thanks,
9: Glenn. Bridget <laughs> Fetis coming up in, uh, I knew it.
0: in 60 seconds more with uh, Bridget. All right. Uh, to Google and Facebook, you are a product. Their entire business strategy is to gather as much data about you and then create algorithms and ai that can replicate you and predict you but also to be able to sell you products it's amazing what's happening and we just don't recognize what's happening we don't recognize that we are a product and we own our personal data not google we own it The only way to fight back against manipulation like this is to have a virtual private network. And Norton is the only people that I would trust to have a VPN. Norton Secure has been around forever. They now have Norton Secure VPN. It is truly a private network. It takes all of your Internet connections and it encrypts them. I mean, we're talking banking level security encryption. So it appears as gibberish to Facebook or any cyber criminal who's trying to look at or steal your data. You can use uh, Norton Secure VPN with either your laptop or your mobile device. It's easy to use. You just install it, log in one time, and it runs seamlessly in the background. It's Norton Secure VPN. They don't track your online activity, and they don't let anybody else do it either. They are the leader in, customs, uh, in customer uh, cyber security. Get a Norton Secure VPN right away. Go to Norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at three thirty three a month. That's Norton.com slash VPN. We break for ten seconds a station ID and then Bridget will start breathing heavily again because she's in a panic attack. We're gonna get her to trend on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so let's so let's talk about just lynching for just a second. Obviously. Bridget, you were for it, right? everybody knows um, oh wow, you're turning on twitter <laughs> <laughs> um the uh, the whole point the whole point of lynching was not uh to kill black people, it was to intimidate all other black people and white people. you know there were uh, between eighteen. How was it 1880 and 1964? There are about uh, 5,000 lynchings, right around 5,000 lynchings of Americans. Uh, three quarters of them were black. The last quarter of them, were white white people who were defending defending blacks, and helping right. and and standing up the idea was to intimidate to kill those people doing it publicly many times they were announced in advance hey we're having a, lyn- uh, a lynching people would come with picnic baskets yeah. mm. now those people who didn't come with picnic baskets uh to watch these lynchings those were the people that w- w- you know the 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 mask over the clan was trying to intimidate and the the lynching was trying to intimidate shut up sit down don't get involved well that's the problem too many people are are either uninformed willful ignorance or they just don't want to get involved because i think they don't know what to do
9: I'm, I'm with the don't want to get involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But you are.
9: I know. Here I am.
0: Yeah, you um, are. You just told me, I said, I said to you beforehand, because you are nervous about it, um, because you are a target. Mm. Uh, and uh, I said to you before it went on, I said, you don't have to come on.
9: I know. You did. That was nice of you.
0: And you said... Yeah.
9: I said just because I'm afraid of something doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. And I do think it's important to have conversations and I think a way to fight the idea that you can't talk to somebody who's an alt-right figure
1: <laughs> yeah like glenn <laughs> like, me? Like, yeah like Stu. <laughs> yeah, i'm a big alt writer. Yeah, yeah
9: that's big. me
0: um <laughs> you know what's is, crazy is we've been standing against the alt-right <laughs> oh, before yeah. oh, it was even called the alt-right
9: i see the position that you know people like you and ben shapiro because i i i'm keep an eye on the far right just to see mm-hmm. what they're up to and mm-hmm. It's interesting to me when you guys are constantly getting it from from yeah, both, sides. both sides. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of constant. a lonely
0: place to be. <laughs> kind of a lonely place, but yeah. it's a great place to be because you are with people like Dave Rubin, the Weinsteins. You're with you. Yeah, you know, it is a, it's a, and it's a growing. There was time that it was just kind of like hello, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nobody around. But now it's starting to be filled with really quality people Mm
9: -hmm. I think they're seeing I I think a lot of people are burned out on the tribalism and when you get out into America if you're not on Twitter or in the media you're not necessarily exposed to the level of vitriol and tribalism that we are I think that um, James Lindsay was recently posting a study about how actually you're radicalizing yourself if you're on social media a lot Mm -hmm. and Twitter in particular and I have um, conversations. My pa- one of my patron levels is t- speaking to people, and it's. I realized recently that I have. There's 21 at that level. 18 of them. Every single person's in a different state, and there many of them are in swing states who didn't vote for Trump. And I've been asking them how they feel about the election coming up, and. I don't. I keep screaming at the left. I've been. That was kind of how I ended up in the middle. Was saying you guys are pushing people away. You're pushing Mm -hmm. voters who are moderates out of your party just Mm -hmm. because if you dare to speak out and say, "Hey, this is maybe crazy," you're now labeled a conservative or Mm -hmm. alt right or worse. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these. uh, The other thing that I noticed and talked to my um, people about was that they were all of this kind of chicken littling that occurred. The economy is going to collapse We're going to be in World War 3 It hasn't yet, doesn't mean it won't But because that didn't happen A lot of these people who didn't vote for Trump Or might have been squishy about it Are now like well It's not that bad I guess And seeing (laughs) that the left is now Fully you know Barreling towards socialism In in ways that are are not even Covert (laughs) Yeah
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
9: I just think that, and that's what I was saying at this point, that I feel like the entitlement of the vote is what, why don't you care about losing somebody like me? I'm a registered independent. Why don't why don't you care? That's a question I have. Because now I'm just labeled racist. And that's a certain level of entitlement to just say, well, vote for us or you're racist. So and can, hate poor
0: people. So <laughs> uh, I need to take a break. And, and, but when we come back, let's go there. Because I can't figure it out. I can't figure out, are they just living in such a tight little bubble that they just think everybody thinks the same way as they do? Or or what? What is their plan? We'll get to that with Bridget Phetasy, who is uh, hopefully going to be trending on Twitter today for just being on this program <laughs> coming up in a second. You're listening to
2: Glenn Beck.
0: All right, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Blinds.com this 4th of July is having a huge uh, sale, 50% off of everything right now. So if you've been thinking about blind shade, shutters, or drapes, I got to get Blinds.com to make uh, some blinds for our studio window. We have a window in our atrium that is about, what would you say that is? Story and a half? I mean, it's this enormous round window. So I don't know how they're going to make the blinds because it has they have to be round. But good heavens, man, that sun comes into the window, and it's like like a magnifying glass, and you're an (laughs) ant. It's a little hot here in Texas. Anyway, 50% off right now, everything at blinds.com. Blinds.com, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. They have design cult, uh, consultants that are with you every step of the way. This is why they're the number one place to buy window treatments of any kind online. Number one choice is Blinds.com. Save 50% off of everything. Plus, just because you're listening, you'll save an extra $20 this 4th of July with the promo code BECK. B-E-C-K. 50% off everything site-wide, 20 bucks extra. Promo code BECK at
1: Blinds.com. Um, Back with more from Bridget Phetasy here in just a moment. You can get her on Twitter at Bridget Phetasy uh, and make her trend today to hopefully ruin her life. Back in a moment. So, Bridget, I
0: just, we're with Bridget Phetasy. Um This is the Glenn Beck program. I, I, I want to say that because she just is like, she's going to trend on Twitter for being on the Glenn Beck program. In fact, everybody should just make sure that she's... No. She's trending. That she is here on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, she's been trying to avoid trending because it's bad. When somebody comes to you and it's says, never good. "Yeah, you're trending on Twitter," you're like, <laughs> "Oh no. Oh dear God! What did I say? I what did I? What for this time?" Uh, you know, it's never good. It's no. never like glenn beck was a super nice
3: guy (laughs) that
0: doesn't happen doesn't happen you either
9: are dead or you're you're being mobbed right right
0: um all right so we were talking about how the democrats have gone so far to the crazy radical revolutionary left Mm -hmm. and what are they thinking let me ask you two questions first one I was out for a couple of weeks and the more uh, out in the you know um in the farmlands of america (laughs) uh and as i was driving you know in this for this vacation i'd stop in towns and i didn't know their politics and everybody seemed normal Mm -hmm. everybody it doesn't seem like we're on the verge of a revolution in america Mm -hmm. but once i read twitter facebook watch (laughs) the media i am convinced we are on the edge of revolution so do the people in the, the the normal people of America, and I'm talking normal Democrats that we live next door, mm-hmm. not activists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do they buy into this? No,
9: I, I don't think they do. I think the you know, there's always this talk about how you get radicalized to the right if you go on YouTube or, or Twitter or whatnot. But I might so
0: crazy to hear mm- that.
9: My theory is that there's no pathway to the left, though, because if you are center left, you get silence or you just stay silent. Because if you're a moderate, there, there's no they don't allow very, very much room for moderate Democrats. Mm-hmm. And so where is that pathway? Because they're afraid to say anything that's remotely critical of the, the party. Mm-hmm. So that is one theory is that there's just a lot more of them and they're just quiet and they, they just go about but their day f- and they work and they, you But know. are
0: they seeing it because they go on with their work? Are they actually seeing it? Like I was in Los Angeles and I was talking to a guy who is a lefty, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not a guy who's on Twitter and Facebook and everything else. And he said, you know what? I have a real, real problem. I think you were there, too. You know what I have a real problem with is people on your side uh, and, and this voter ID stuff and I said, really? That, that's your issue? He said, yeah, that's my issue. He said, it's ridiculous. Your stance, I don't even understand it. Explain it. I have to go in and I want to buy alcohol. I have to have ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to do this and I have to have ID. And I said... So you're pro ID. (laughs) And he said, yes, your stance doesn't make any sense. And I said, that's your stance, dude. That's your stance. (laughs) Most people are just not thinking. They just hear it. Mm. They don't engage. Mm. And so they're just kind of like, oh, I thought you were the violent ones.
9: Yeah, my I, I was coming coming here and oh <laughs> and my and my sister said, "Where are you going?" And I said, "I'm going to be on Glenn Beck's radio show." And she's like, "Who's he?"
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, I like, I like that.
3: <laughs>
9: and I and because I was kind of nervous to tell her, I never really know how anyone's yeah. gonna react to it. Yeah. And she's like, "Who's that?" I was like, "Oh, it's kind of relief." Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that there's a, I think that there's a larger group of sane my dad actually was like well i want you to know bridge we were talking on the phone he said i want you to know i'm voting for biden because he's the only one who's not
1: insane <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, saying but a Dad, of... <laughs> even joe biden's family
0: doesn't <laughs> have that position yeah right <laughs> the he's thoroughly corrupt and he might be dead two weeks after the election <laughs> i don't care um
9: but that is also that goes to show he's an old you know old school blue blood kind of democrat yeah, yeah. on the east coast uh,
1: this is so interesting about this election in particular particular in that like, the most likely outcome here is that the election is decided by Obama-Trump voters. Mm. People who voted for Barack Obama and then decided to vote for Donald Trump in 2016. That was 20% of the Trump voters.
0: Wow.
9: They,
1: yeah, I didn't know that, did you?
9: No, I mean, yeah. I don't know much. Well, no, <laughs> nobody knows that.
0: Nobody knows that. 20%. They always say, well, you know, it's all these crazy right-wing. No, no,
1: no. It's largely Democrats that crossed the, you know, the, the road to vote crossed for Trump the because they didn't like Hillary. And and the the like the response by the Democrats is to go so far to the left that you're going to alienate those people, I think, even more.
9: Right. Oh, yeah. It's not even thinking it's happening for sure.
1: Are you seeing that? Are you seeing people that are saying,
0: I'm not I can't.
9: Well, and the thing I because I'm kind of this political safe space, people come to me and (laughs) tell me the truth in L.A. And even in L.A. you're seeing it. I'm seeing I have comedians reaching out to me like, thank God for what you're saying. I have. <laughs>
0: but do they say this? I hate this. I hate this. I get this all the time. Thank God for what you're saying. I'm so <laughs> grateful you're saying. You've got so much courage. I could never say this. Don't repeat this conversation, but thank you. I'm like, wait, so I'm just here taking a bullet for you, yeah. dude?
9: Yeah. And that's what I'm... Yeah, that's okay, though, I guess. I, I,
0: Somebody's got to do it at first. I
9: don't have as much to lose. You have your own thing. You, <laughs> you're your own boss.
0: Yeah.
9: I'm my own boss. Mm-hmm. I don't have a family to feed. I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, there are real concerns. If you are not, if, if you get called into HR, if you suddenly say something that, you don't want to lose your job because you, Said something political on Twitter, Mm -hmm. so most people just don't. There's too much risk. Smart. Yeah, it is smart. Mm -hmm. It is, and i I don't tell. I don't think everybody should just risk their job so that they can. They can, although there's a part of me that.
0: If you don't.
9: Right. I I think that, like Claire Lehman said from Quillette, we have to share the risk. If Mm -hmm. If you are seeing this kind of radicalization and moving very far to the right the more people that do push back and speak out and say listen this doesn't you don't represent us
0: you know, i saw this uh, this uh, commercial for uh, a a new documentary on cnn about the rise of the radical nazi right the white supremacist uh, right and we're going to get down to what's causing this and i thought to myself okay uh, a, I'm not sure that that is an explosion. Uh, you know, when you, when you in the 1920s there was a resurgence of the Klan. I still think what is it, Bob, Fred, <laughs> the guy who called about the Chinese or the Asian about an hour ago. I mean, I just don't think it's that big of a of a deal. However, we should always be a, uh, aware of it. But when you look at uh, what's causing it. I don't know. I think there's a lot of Americans who are normal, don't hate anybody and they keep hearing on the news from everyone how bad white people are and Mm. you don't have a place and we can't have another white president who actually believe in the martin luther king judge me by the content of my character not the color of my skin and they're seeing this happen and they're getting backed into a corner because no one's standing up when that happens in a society and i warned against it in 2008 This causes extremes to rise up because the extreme eventually you're standing with these people and they're the only one that is saying anything. And they're saying things like, you know what? That's not right. We don't agree with that. And then they say a bunch of other stuff that's (laughs) bat crap crazy, but you don't have anybody in society that's even saying, hey, that's not right. And so you kind of find yourself alone in a room when you're like, OK, I don't agree with these guys on anything else. But they're the only ones saying this one thing.
9: I think the left feels this way, too. I think like the moderate, the moderate, a lot of the moderate Democrats feel that way. They feel.
0: Where backing, are they?
9: They can't say anything. They're, they exist for sure. They definitely do. I think I, I don't I don't know. I don't even know where I stand because, as we know, I just woke up in 2013 (laughs) and started learning about America. I'm like, there's a culture war? (laughs) Wait, what? I've been reading... Breitbart's autobiography because Mm. People keep telling me they're like you need to Read this you you kind of remind Me he had the same path and Mm -hmm. Then I was joking with a friend and And or I was talking to a friend and he's like Have you been liquefying red pills And (laughs) injecting
3: them Like I think Andrew's like Radicalizing me from beyond the grave
9: (laughs) There's a lot I see what his perspective is though Because he was in LA Mm -hmm. and I Do think a lot of it has to do with where you are culturally so where you're living mm-hmm. so if i live somewhere like here maybe i wouldn't be feeling so much um pressure yeah, to conform I, I live in like ground zero we,
0: of- f- we found that living in new york and, I, and there's a there's a good thing and a bad thing about it um because i was living in new york and literally my my children couldn't walk with me in the street. Um, my family was called names. They, they were constantly getting spit on. I mean, it's really, it was bad in New mm, York. Mm. Finally had to just leave and come to Texas. And it was such a relief to be here. But at the same time, uh, there is something that keeps you sharp. By being in the belly of the beast, right? Because you're you're and I think a lot of people who are not around radicals or I give this to people like in San Francisco who are on, you know, who vote Democrat. But you're in San Francisco. You're in this pool uh, where generally everybody agrees with you. Mm -hmm. You're not sharp. You can't defend. You Mm -hmm. don't know what you really believe because you've never been pushed up the up to the wall and said, so you really believe that? Really? That's who you are? Mm -hmm. And had to pay a price. And so you've actually examined yourself and went, wait a minute. You know, I remember when I, Stu remembers this too, when I I thought I could get killed for this. This is 2006 or 7. I could get killed. Somebody will come up in the street and kill me. Mm -hmm. So I think I want to really believe in the things that I'm (laughs) saying so I don't die for. It was a joke i didn't think that through (laughs) that's gonna gonna be how i die by the way (laughs) that
9: will definitely be my it was a joke i
0: was kidding wait a minute if you might be right i'm not sure it's kind of bad it's kind yeah, of a that's I,
9: that is the thing that I joke about getting milkshaked in LA. I'm not a big enough deal, or nobody knows me. But if I did suddenly <laughs> trend on Twitter, I might get milkshakes. Right. You know, in my. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: Would it be okay for us to milkshake you just so you know what it's like? So you get just like, like I'm not afraid of it anymore. I've already been milkshaked by...
9: It's just, it, it does keep you sharp. It does definitely, It it is... Um, it's more the way people just talk. And this is what I've been noticing. Just the the way they... It's such a insidious form of forcing kind of compliance with the ideology is just mm-hmm. talking as if everyone agrees with you mm-hmm. so if a conservative or even a moderate leftist or even a, a moderate democrat or center-right said anything it would be crickets in a party in la or in any kind mm-hmm. of social engagement mm-hmm. And everyone else can just go on their, you know, crazy anti-Trump rants, and their, and even in like twelve-step places where you're supposed to be safe from that. It's just this automatic implied everyone thinks like me, and so of course, if you don't, you're just going to be quiet. If people are just assuming that everyone in the group, group think,
3: mm-hmm.
9: but group think is uh, it's, so, it's so. I think moving a lot. It's it's so terrifying it's like I've always hated clicks
0: and- so I don't think it's uh, um, I don't think it's moving a lot I think well let me take a break and then can we come back yeah. and talk about that I, because I um, yeah we'll talk about it in a minute stand by uh, make sure uh, Bridget Phetasy, uh is uh, trending on Twitter <laughs> you know our audience is so nice they'll probably be like Glenn that's not nice we're not gonna do that Trust me, you should. Um, all right. Our sponsor this half hour, Delta Defense. July 4th is a reminder of all the incredible sacrifices our forefathers made in this country. Um, here's a reason she should be uh, milkshake. She was on a show where they were giving away guns for 4th of July. That's right. Uh, The uh, USCCA, the United States Concealed Carry Association, helps law abiding citizens like you and me, God forbid, if we ever have to use our gun to protect our family. They offer expert training, education, uh, self-defense for uh, legal protection. Uh, Let me tell you something. The bad guy standing in front of you and God forbid he's going to do you harm and you feel your life is threatened and you have to use your gun you're through the first hurdle now the bad guys now the bad guys with the briefcase uh shows up uh and uh they're going to make sure that you never see the light of day again that's what the U C, the uscca helps to stop and right now they're giving one thousand seven hundred and seventy six dollars away for guns ammo and gear it's called the fourth of july freedom giveaway yes Proud to be giving away guns to responsible gun owners. Uh, text Beck to 87222, the word B E C K, Beck, BEC, to 87222. They're going to draw on July 5th, so you have to do it now. You get two chances right now if you just text the word Beck to 87222. I like that. Wow.
9: Following my dad's footsteps. (laughs) Yes, following
0: your dad's footsteps. Who we found out was either a Russian spy or an American spy. Which one was he?
9: Or a double agent. Or a
0: double agent. Which 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 one do you think? I don't know. You know, you come on. You had to have thought about this late at night just going.
9: Not even late at night, you know. In the <laughs> middle of the, day. I'm the beach.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your chilling. dad, you've talked to your dad and said, yeah, "Dad, you you but he's sound But a
9: master like it's a funny story and then it just never answers the question. <laughs> That's what a
0: spy does. I know. So do you think he was working for our government or do you think he was working for their government?
9: I really don't know. I think I don't know. Really? I don't. I So
0: you grew up in the like the show The Americans. <laughs> Where dad's a travel agent. All of a sudden he's uh, I've got to go meet some clients in Moscow.
9: I'm going to get like <laughs> scooted off in some black car when yeah. I walk out of here yeah. and you'll never see me
0: again. <laughs> Just disappeared. Well, that could be. We wouldn't know exactly who did that to you <laughs> if that happened. It could be so many people. It could be uh, more with Bridget Phetasy, uh coming up in just a second. Um, Standby for that. We're going to talk a little bit about um, you know what what happened in Portland, but also the elections Stu Has some new poll numbers that are out over the weekend. We'll talk about that. All coming up next hour. Thank you very much. I want to talk to you about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile uh, is a company that is not taking your money and giving it to uh, radicals on the left. If you don't agree with Planned Parenthood, you shouldn't be, you know, using AT&T and Sprint and some of these others. You don't agree with La Raza. You shouldn't be using those big cell phone companies because they have board members on from those institutions uh, and they give millions and millions of dollars because they take a, percentage of their profits and give it to the things that they believe in. And that's great. They can do that. I don't want to fund that. So I need a great cell service that does not give, you know, any of their money to causes that I, you know, I'm working against. Every time I write a check, I can actually write a check to things that protect freedom of speech. Patriot Mobile's already done about $2 million in the last, I don't know, couple of years. Uh, and they're just getting started on freedom of speech. That's part of their profits that they do. I just want great cell service, okay? And I don't want to fund things that I disagree with. So, get a free month of service on all new lines with the offer code BLAZE at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile. Some plans start as low as 25 bucks, and you can get it now. They're making it really super easy right now. I think you get a free month of service if you use the promo code BLAZE at patriotmobile.com. That's 1 800 a patriot or patriotmobile.com. Make sure you mention or use the promo code BLAZE.
2: The Fusion. Of entertainment
3: and
0: enlightenment i want to start with some of the new poll numbers that are out uh, Stu will have those after the debate uh looks like biden actually went down 10 points i want to know where is marianne williamson in the poll i want marianne williamson to stay in every single debate i i actually would love for her wouldn't you pay money to see a debate between marianne williamson and donald trump that's i mean that that is that's a that's a prize fight right there uh we'll talk about that in one minute
2: this is the glenbeck program
0: Since Al Gore invented the Internet, cybersecurity has been a constant battle between criminals and consumers. Uh, Unfortunately, the cyber criminals seem to be one step ahead of the technology made to protect you and me. That's why there's Norton dot com slash vpn norton secure vpn it is the answer that finally gives you the advantage it's a virtual private network and it allows you to use your servers um and use actually other people's servers so bad guys can't access your data and you know what neither can facebook neither can google it's all digitally encrypted at bank level encryption it's norton secure vpn so Nobody's tracking you. Nobody's hacking in, trying to steal your data. Norton.com slash VPN. The program starts at about 333 a month. You can uh, just log on. You download the app. You uh, put in your passcode. One time, it loads onto all of your services and encrypts all of your devices. Just go to Norton.com slash VPN. That's Norton.com slash VPN. So Bridget Phetasy is uh, joining us. Uh, She is trying uh, uh, like never before to not trend (laughs) on Twitter. She is somebody who thought she was a lefty and then woke up in 2013 and went, wait a minute. I don't think those are the things I agree with, but I'm not sure what I do agree with. Uh, And uh, face it, you're like Dave Rubin
9: i'm just the little lost soul out in the wilderness yeah, that's it.
0: you're like dave rubin i looked at dave rubin one time and uh he he was talking about this early on in his mm. journey and i looked at him and i said oh you will be out <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know if i have a choice anymore <laughs> yeah but it, it, it's it is refugee. it is really good um that's why you don't have to sell people on this once they have the awakening that you had they start to ask questions. And when you start to ask questions and you really want to know the truth, it just all falls apart. Every just about everything. I mean, it's really like the Matrix. It just all of a sudden you're like, you don't see those guys in the slow motion bullets. It
9: is appropriate that <laughs> it's the red pill and the blue pill, yeah. that whole idea.
0: Yeah. Um, let's go over some of the, uh, the debate numbers, too.
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, it's interesting to see these debates. They're early on, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they could very easily come and go. These mm-hmm. big moments that the media obsesses about mm-hmm. uh, very easily could come and go. There was a couple things though that happened in the debate that I think actually made a difference. So what five thirty eight did was, which was pretty interesting, was uh, basically poll a bunch of people uh, through a polling firm before the debates, then pull them again after the first one and then pull them again after the second one mm-hmm. to see where people sort of switch so it's a lot of the same people mm-hmm. it's the same people kind mm-hmm. of giving i always think that's an interesting more interesting way of polling because you never know when you're gra- you're reaching out to different people they may have had that opinion the entire time mm-hmm. these are the same people in kind of how they moved throughout the debates mm-hmm. and you you pointed this out Glenn uh, Joe Biden had a, a significant decrease uh, uh, among uh, this group Uh, Before the debates, they were at 40. He was at 41.5%, which is pretty high, uh, Mm -hmm. by the way, for a Biden poll. That's Mm a, you know, he did very well on that one. Um, And then dropped off to 35% after the first debate, which he was not in. Right. Um, (laughs) Why is that? (laughs) I think it's like, you know, you. It's what's in front of you, right? right? You, you see how fluid people are on these things. Like, I'm, I'm with Biden, but, you know, Elizabeth Warren looked good today. Right. So now I'm with Warren, right? Mm-hmm. So she, he went from 41.5% down to 35% <laughs> after the first debate. The second debate he was in, and he went down again. Uh, <laughs> well, so, for good reason. To 31.5%. Mm-hmm. Now, 31.5% is still a major lead. This mm-hmm. is not a, it's not a bad position to mm-hmm. be in. And I think the thing with Biden is he can take a couple of of stinkers. Like, he can have a couple of bad days and still win this nomination. He just can't constantly (laughs) be in that state, right? Like, he... You know, you you can. So you're saying it would be bad if next debate he was down to 21. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I just I want to seem... make sure I follow. And I mean more more specifically, his performance mm-hmm. level though. It's not it's not just people will move away from him if they see him as too old. If he can't. If he keeps flubbing his lines, like what was the thing he said? What was his gun policy, Glenn? He's he was all about. For he was the first person who was able to ban the clips in the guns. I was like, I don't. What do you mean? You banned the clips and the guns? That's not there a are no thing. clips in the, the guns. What is, what is happening? Uh, so he's kind of he's had a, he's had a bunch of those moments. He's an imprecise speaker, as he's mm. always been. Oh yeah. Um, but that's different Thank than God. looking like the world's moving a little too fast for you.
0: Mm. And I think that's you know. what I, I I'd like to hear your point of view, Bridget. I, I think he looked old, out of touch. Um, I think Kamala just killed him. Mm. Did you even watch the debate? (laughs) You could tell.
9: I'm like, oh right, I didn't watch them.
0: Good for you. Good for you. We've been telling our audience, don't watch the debates. That's what you pay us for. I I (laughs) have family in
9: town to be fair, Mm -hmm. and um, we went to the desert, and Mm -hmm. she's the one who didn't know who you are. So, (laughs) (laughs) not the most political member of my family. Um, But I did, you know, you hear. I hear. I'm on Twitter, so I heard a lot about Mm -hmm. it, and it did seem like, he, I guess he felt like he wasn't prepared. It's Did he yeah. say something? He was upset that he felt like he wasn't prepared.
0: And- well, he wasn't prepared for something he should have been prepared for. He knew that Kamala Harris was going to come at him. Somebody was going to come at him and go, hey, dude, you know that segregationist thing you said <laughs> that you were hanging out with them and we'd all have dinner together? Probably not a good idea. So he he wasn't prepared, and Kamala came out, and she was like, she's a great storyteller. She's a prosecutor. And she came out and she said, uh, you know, that really hurt mm. because there was this little girl in L.A. that yeah. had to go to school it blah, blah, and it was me. And mm. he just kind of looked like, Ooh, oh, oh
1: boy, I think I might have just
0: pooped my pants a little bit. It was similar it was, to that. It, yes. was. That it did was not face. look good.
1: Mm-hmm. It did not look good. And I think there's that argument. If you want to make the the pro Biden argument, it's, you know, the guy's a little rusty and right? he hasn't hasn't done one of these things in a while. He has but not I, been campaigning like these other people. I, have. I also think he's the un, he's the unnamed Democrat.
0: Whenever you look at these polls, whoever's in office, they'll come and poll, uh, you know, uh, Barack Obama running against the uh, unnamed Republican and the unnamed Republican wins. Well, that's because everybody's like. Well, if I had my guy his a Republican
1: in there, he would be like this. And then once you name the Republican, you're mm-hmm. like, OK, not that guy. That's why these polls right now showing what Trump is doing against really any of these people it doesn't mm-hmm. make a difference. Because once it's one on one. He's going to do what he can to define his opponent. Mm-hmm. What's his strategy against Marianne Williamson? That's what I yeah. want to know. That's a good What's point. What's he going to do? That's a good point. He, there's yeah. nothing he How can do. How are you going
9: to compete with magic? Yeah, or
0: yeah. love. Right? Magic <laughs> love. and love. Magic there's and no, love. There's yeah. no way to beat I'm that. I'm voting yeah.
9: for Marianne. She's I already got, <laughs> You're at the She's got her way. course
1: in miracles. Miracles can happen. Should I skip to Marianne in the polls here? Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Is, I want to uh, see if she. She is in here. Hold on. Let's see if. Did she go up? Did she go up? Marianne Williamson started the debates at 0.2%. Uh Okay. Uh huh. Then after the first debate she did fall to zero no. percent. Really? However, she lost point two. After the second debate came right back up to point two percent. There yes. she is. So there she is.
0: She
7: held she's her harn- own.
0: She's harnessing harnessing love. Yeah. Not it's
9: sad that after she was talking about love though, she went down.
0: Right? <laughs>
7: Americans are like No, yeah, she
0: wasn't no. in the, no no no. She wasn't in the first debate. Right, no, she oh, wasn't okay. in the first yeah. debate, okay, so okay. She, was wasn't ta- she wasn't she ta- wasn't she was not at the kitty so stage. She, she was
9: she just fell because you know yeah
0: because
1: she wasn't there. No
9: one knew she was. Everybody's <laughs> like, I don't
1: know who Marianne Williamson yeah. is. We talked about Kamala Harris, and if you think you know these little debates, can, they don't necessarily like you have a great moment in a debate and you're all of a sudden winning, right? But it does make a big difference. Kamala Harris started uh, at about eight percent before the debates. She wasn't in the first one and went down to about six percent. Uh, after her big moment against Joe Biden up to 16.6. Wow. So I mean she more than doubled mm. her initial support levels. I if, think she's the most dangerous one.
0: She If you're if you're rooting for Trump, she's the one I think could win.
9: My friend on Twitter has this prophecy and he said that he believes Kamala will secure the nomination, she will win the popular vote and Trump will increase the electoral and everyone on the left will melt down. <laughs>
1: that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah. 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 Cuz I will say, you know, the thing about these the, the reason why this is so beneficial to a, a Republican candidate. You have 24, 25 candidates all on the left. Falling over each other to get further left than the other people. Mm. So Kamala Harris taking some extreme positions in her in her debate, you know, uh, you know, uh, like her, her, the outline of her policy structure for debates is not something that's been focused on because, you know, it's the everyone kind of agrees they're all on the left. She, her going further and further left, however, hurts her when she comes back to the general, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because here, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things she took heat from uh, and, and is taking heat from other Democrats is her her efforts as a prosecutor, mm-hmm. where she put a lot of people, she at times appeared to be tough on crime. Well, that hurts her now. She gets the nomination. She's going to be putting it in her own commercials, mm-hmm. right? Because the right will say, well, at least she's tough on crime. There, the, it's so It's so bizarre that the way this happens, if she goes too far left, however... It's gonna be impossible to bring it back to the middle at all. Mm. And I'm just waiting to see who's the f- who's the
0: first one who's like, you know what? I think we misunderstood Pol Pot. <laughs> I mean, <you>
1: know, <laughs> some of the people that he killed well, you. Had they belonged in the field. De Blasio's quoting, quoting Che. I know. I saw that. In Miami, yeah. too, of all places. He
9: apologized, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, he Yeah, he said it was a mistake. He didn't yeah. know. I'm yeah. sure his master's is in Latin
0: American studies, but yeah. how would he have any idea? <laughs> I had no idea. No che. Good. Che who?
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's
9: wearing a T-shirt.
1: <laughs> uh, other candidates. So Bernie went 14 to 17, so he actually went up a little bit, uh, which has kind of surprised me in that I did not think he did much of anything. I mean, he just does the same performance every single time. Uh, Buttigieg uh, actually went down. Ah. which was, I thought, surprising. He announced huge fundraising numbers today, $25 mm-hmm. million, dollars, so which right. is going to be in the top two or three for sure uh, for this quarter. Uh, but he started at about seven and went down to about five. These are all minor differences. Booker uh, went down slightly. Beto went down by about half from a four to two. Uh, <laughs> that was Beto yeah. is just a zero, man. I'm so happy. As
0: a Texan, I am so happy the rest of the country is seeing this now because we've all been saying the whole time, this guy's a zero. Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He has no soul. He doesn't care.
9: I said on Twitter that Beto is the guy that leaves his girlfriend because he has to go find himself. Yeah, he has, <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> He
9: needs to go on a like spirit journey.
0: <laughs> With maybe Marianne Williamson. Maybe yes. they make a good president, vice president. That is great. Yeah. He can- I would have a vice president that does has no idea who he is and through the course in miracles. He's going to find
1: himself, and he's going to be a great vice president. <laughs> and can we in four turn
9: years. this into the reality show <laughs> yeah, in the White
1: House? Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's great. Uh, the other one who stood out in that first debate was Castro. Remember, he had a pretty good debate the first time, but again, he went from point seven percent to two point one after his debate, then down to one point seven percent.
9: What about Warren?
1: Uh, Warren went uh, down slightly. Started down? Or no, sorry, up slightly. Twelve point six percent to fourteen. Um, so. It, it that i thought she did really pretty well for the and that first debate but i mean that's you i know, thought she, she did was, what she had to do which was basically not really stand out don't make any huge mistakes you don't need a huge moment if you're elizabeth warren against nine candidates that no one knows right you <laughs> need to do that if you're like kamala harris needed that to stand out like mm. cuz it w- could have been a bernie biden back and forth between the top two people she was able to make it hers and it just shows how stupid sanders was for not trying to do the same thing because basically she was able to steal that entire night by just challenging Biden the first night no one did mm. you know the first night no one did and the second night really it was it was only uh Kamala Harris and Bennett and Bennett like no one knows who Bennett is uh no. I, he did someone pointed out that he looked like Uh, the person that Saturday Night Live would put on as a generic senator. (laughs) And it it really, that connected with me. That kind of... I
0: spent most of the night going, who the hell is this? Put the name on the screen. I don't know who the hell this is. And you're in this business. I know. I saw Marianne... (laughs) No, not Marianne Williamson. It was... uh, uh, Who is the one with uh, Pepe Le Pew gray streak? Uh, What's her oh, name? Oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. And I'm looking at her, and all I could see is the gray streak. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing anybody with a gray streak. Who the hell is that? And their <laughs> name came out. I'm like, that's who you are. Really? Huh? I've heard so much talk about you. And uh, no. Oh,
1: but Which it's...
9: one was Yang? He's night two?
1: Well, he only talked for about nine seconds. So you met may... Yeah, but he was on uh, night two. Okay. Yeah. He Unfortunately... Did not get any questions. He said his microphone was off. I heard that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's true. They said that it wasn't, but uh, that's what Yang said. And it it's tough. You got to be if you're an Andrew Yang that most of the country has never heard of, mm-hmm. and then you invite them to these debates and they stand on the end and never get a question asked. It's it's really a disservice. I mean, if you're going to invite them, you have to ask them some questions. But I was I was at a uh, I had a uh, birthday party for one of my kids' friends this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting around talking to the the dads and they're you know. They, of course, bring up politics because they think that's what My I want to talk about. My invitation must have been lost in the mail. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> Darn this. That's why I'm, I'm supporting someone who's going to remake the postal <laughs> industry. Because this <laughs> okay. happens every time there's wow, an event. every you get, time, every It gets year, lost. Uh, strangely not invited. <laughs> um, but uh, I was talking about the debates and I started going on about you know Kamala Harris. And I was blabbing on. And about halfway through it, he just looks at me and goes, is that the lady from California? And I was like, this is where America is. Like, they've never even heard of these people. Yeah. Yeah. No, no idea, especially when it comes to just the differences between them. Yeah. You have to be a hardcore activist in like Iowa to care at all at this point. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, like a lot of us sit here and obsess about this stuff. You realize it's just. It's just not who America is.
9: No, they're too busy trying yeah. to make a living and yeah. don't, taking kids to birthday parties. Yes, exactly. And summer or and the kids are Or not taking their
1: kids
0: to birthday parties. <laughs> you know, that also happens. You right.
1: really didn't get it. I mean, because in the a, invitation was <laughs> Yeah, sure. I was sent. More in
0: just a second. Oh, I found one it one minute, minute. floor of my car. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
1: Federal Reserve
0: has indicated it intends to keep interest rates low for the rest of the year. So right now we have an opportunity to get our financial house in order and set our course for our family's future. History tells us uh, last night we became the longest uh, uh, period of recovery in our nation's history as of midnight last night. Now, seeing that we're breaking all kinds of records, uh, at some point, it's going to go the other direction. So don't buy into all of the hype. Don't buy something that you can't afford. The rates aren't going to last forever. Take advantage right now and uh, take care of your primary need of a, of a house that you want, a house that you can afford. Lock in those rates. Maybe a consolidation loan to get rid of all of the high interest debt that you have. Afford the monthly mortgage payment on the house that you want and do it with the people that are going to make sure that you're not getting yourself roped into some sort of a deal with a bank that... They're going to screw you in the end when things fall apart. Americanfinancing.net, they work for you, not for the banks. They are not taking com- uh, commission from the banks. They don't get any bonuses from the banks. They work for you. Americanfinancing.net, call them now at 800 906 2440. That's 800 906 2440. It's Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Bridget, is she trending yet on Twitter? No, no. She is, but they spelled your name wrong, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. You'll have to be fine. <laughs> so, um, um, Bridget, what was it that made you finally go, ooh, I can't go there?
9: I think it was just a combination of a lot of things and by the way i don't even know where i stand or who i'm voting for or what i'm doing um i was joking i appreciate
0: that i appreciate the fact that you are you are open about this most people are not open they're not willing to say i don't know and then follow it with but i am looking into things
9: yeah I i am i i definitely you know when i was on your podcast there was we were joking about how little i know and that's not going to be cute for very long. Yeah, <laughs> I have right. to do a little bit of <laughs> right. research and I would love to just take a year off and read, I think. And I'm not in that position where I can do that. So I have to try and inform myself as quickly as I can. But then every time I kind of come where I feel, i land in a place where I'm like, okay, there is a moderate place for me on the left. <laughs> and then something like, Portland happens, and and then I see the way that the journalists respond, and that's those are the moments where I'm like, oh no, no, we can't. This is the, this is the thing that kind of pushed me out was mm-hmm. seeing this intolerance to diversity of thought and having um, now this kind of escalating idea that violence is okay as long as you're fighting fascists and who gets to determine who the fascists are mm-hmm. it's really just the mob mm-hmm. essentially so that's terrifying that and and i think too what i've noticed and from i get tons of emails about this from people who are like me there's a lot of people like me who are were kind of apolitical now they woke up and the culture wars are going on and and i think when you get down to um The insanity of Trump and whatever the chaos in the White House and what the chaos of that, of that, that all that. And then the fundamental kind of challenges to to our ability to speak freely and say things like boys and girls are different. People will pick the thing that they see as not lasting they'll they'll go with Trump. I think it's if they're they're backed into that corner, they're going to say, well, theoretically,
3: <laughs> mm, yeah.
9: Trump isn't going to be emperor, this will be over mm-hmm. and I'll go with something that is crazy for a short time Especially, as opposed to correct. something that is fundamentally changing the way that
0: everything works. Everything
9: works. Yeah. yeah.
0: They they I think that Democrats and I'd love to hear your opinion on why they're doing this. Um, the Democrats are are openly coming out and saying we want to uh, make large structural changes to our economy, the economic system, mm-hmm. the systems of America. And I think as long as the economy is fine, uh, most people are going to say, oh, oh, wait, wait, hold it. I don't really even understand. Right. That. Uh, and right. it plays into exactly what you said. Back in just a minute. Stand by.
2: Is the
0: Glenbeck program so if you if you've ever gotten um, a jewelry uh, for Christmas and uh, disguised it by putting it in a much bigger box or a, uh, a Robin egg box that's the thing I, I it kills me you, you put the, you can buy Tiffany boxes online just buy the boxes. That's uh, OK. That's good. Like You're scamming your wife or your loved one. That, that a problem. Anyway, uh, you know, that scams are bad, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to scam people and you don't want to be scammed. It's really important with Norton Secure VPN that no one is going to get the chance to get in to your Internet connection. They encrypt all of your Internet connections, even public Wi-Fi cloaking it so it's unusable to anybody who's trying to watch your activity nobody can track your browsing activities app usage or location and that's what makes you a product in today's world get off of that get a secure vpn from norton just sign up now norton.com slash vpn starts at about 333 a month if you sign up for a year it's well worth it norton.com
1: slash vpn and if you care about the voices you like going away, you might want to try blazedv.com. Blazedv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 10 bucks. It was an amazing
0: weekend here at the uh, Mercury Studios. We opened the doors again. I felt a little like Willy Wonka opening up the back door <laughs> and welcoming the first guests uh, through uh, the Mercury Studios. We did 12 score and three years ago, the unfinished promise of unity. We have the Gettysburg Address here, we have the Emancipation Proclamation, the 14th Amendment. You can see them firsthand in Lincoln's handwriting. It's it's amazing to sit there and look at these things and we urge you to come and uh, and and reflect on what freedom really means and how freedom sometimes is is hard fought and what is our responsibility today you know you can talk about oh our founders they were screwed up they didn't do this they didn't do that they they should have done more on slavery okay that's cool we can debate that all day long and we can look at it and we do in the museum we show you uh the different things that they were debating at the time uh but shouldn't aren't we writing history ourselves today what is how's history 250 years from now are people going to go, you know those people in 2018. Boy, what was wrong with them? I mean, they knew their phones were being made by slaves in China. They knew, they knew that North Korea had actual concentration camps, but they didn't do anything about it. What what was wrong with them? Yeah, they're probably they're like us. They're going to say those things. So what are we doing today? Join us for Independence Day. July 4th, I'm going to be uh, giving tours, and I'd love to have you on our tours. I'd love to meet you, shake your hand, say hello, and uh, walk you through 12 score and three years ago. It's here at the Mercury Studios in Las Colinas, Texas. It's right outside of Dallas. Uh, bring your family. Uh, also, uh, it is open the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, and it closes on the 7th. 7th is the last day. So join us now. You can get all of the information and your tickets now at Mercury dot org. Come spend uh the independence weekend with us at the Mercury Museum, Mercury dot org. With British with British <laughs> with uh with Bridget Fetessy, uh who is um who is um I, I, there is there a little part of you that's reluctant to be here? Um
9: that's a good question. Not reluctant. I'm, I, it's always just, it's always, um, you know, I'm projecting onto what other people are going to think and say about it. And that's not really any of my business, how, <laughs> to be honest.
0: How have you put up with this? Because you've been very open about, um, and I want to talk to you about this at some point. You know, you've had suicidal uh, tendencies. and, and Yeah, uh, real- I wrestle. Yeah, you wrestle. I wrestle with the
9: darkness? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like um, many out there. Um and I know what that's mm-hmm. like and I know that when I mean, you've just lost your um identity, you know, really. <laughs> yeah. You you've what you grew up thinking you were, you know, you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh and and you've had some really good friends and people that you respected really turn on you. How have you dealt with that personally?
9: No one likes to be rejected. You know, that's, and I think this is the danger, um, and this is the reason I kind of keep screaming at the Democrats, is that shaming people didn't work in 2016, why mm-hmm. would it work now? And rejecting people because they might have questions mm-hmm. or maybe don't believe agree with everything in, in lockstep. Um, I don't see how that's very effective. I've dealt with it by um I how have I dealt with it? I feel like I'm actually kind of hiding a bit, so I don't even know that I mm. am dealing with it. I definitely haven't been going on getting up and going on stage as much as I want to be doing comedy because I I know that it's my own insecurity around my peers that I know most of them I know how most of them feel because I follow them on Twitter and a lot of them have unfollowed me on Twitter because of things I've been saying. And, comedians. Yeah. And rightful you know that I'm not gonna like cry myself to sleep about that. That's their right and they maybe just don't want to see that in their feed and but these are people that were friends or and or at least acquaintances. So mm-hmm. that and, again, that's not, like, uh, I have to just get up and do it and, and what, get milkshakes it's if, ama- I, if, if <laughs> it, that's the
0: case. It's amazing to me how many comedians, um, who do we have on Friday, Stu? Uh, Nick DiPaolo. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, yeah. who I think is. Oh, he's funny. so funny, yeah. He's so funny. I love it. And that. he's, like, just, he just sets the stage on fire. Yeah. And he just doesn't care. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about that on Friday, that comedians, they're... They're on the fore, forefront they're on the they're on the battlefield they're on the front line supposedly supposed to be
9: supposed to be
0: and and should be the ones that are pushing the culture uh and and uh and the counterculture you right. know uh, i I think he's very lenny Bruce myself mm-hmm. he goes out and he's he's just he's saying everything that he knows is not popular
9: did you guys see that Colin? Quinn special on CNN
1: no no it's oh, great though
9: oh it was yeah. so good but he jokes about this on the special he said I know I don't know about you guys but I got into comedy so I could maintain the status quo <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he's, yeah.
9: you can see that he's trying and I think it was so effective of him to try and get that on CNN because he's so kind of like are, me. Yeah.
0: People who are listening to our show, um, what is this CNN thing that you he speak of? He just did
9: a comment. Oh yeah, <laughs> CNN is a network.
0: <laughs> what is this? What is this
9: CNN, CNN <laughs> that she
0: speaks? I, I remember years ago there being a news <laughs> place. Are they still in business? Wow.
9: (laughs) I appreciate that there's, you know, balance here. Um, Yeah, so he, I think it was good of him to do that there because I feel like he's a bit like, and immediately, you know, he was getting getting piled on for saying such blasphemous (laughs) things.
0: It just amazes me how many people, and this happens on both sides. We are not thinking, we're not rooting ourselves in principles, we're rooting ourselves in tribes. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens... Uh, it's very easy just to drift because you don't have any, you don't have any navigation, navigational stars to look up to yeah. anymore.
9: And um, it's scary to not have a tribe when everybody is tribal. Yeah. It's, it, I there's understand why, yeah. the appeal of tribes. Right. And there
0: is a, <laughs> well, there's a reason there is, you know, through, you know, <laughs> like th- millions of yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you You're not going to make it if they kick you out of the tribe. You're going to get eaten by a dinosaur or a, you know, saber toothed lion. Mm -hmm. And so you huddle together. (laughs) Yeah. And so when you're out and everybody else, you see the campfires at night and you're like, (laughs) you're just trying to spark a rock and you've never done it before (laughs) you're like i'm gonna get eaten tonight yeah tonight's the night i'm gone isn't
9: jonah goldberg the one who's always saying that you know tribalism is actually our more it's our default it's kind of our our setting and that the modern way we've been living is we're reverting actually yes yes yeah i i definitely understand the i understand the Instinct. I have to always try to. i It's hard to. And people like myself get attacked, um, you know, for being like a dirty centrist or trying to both sides everything. And I think a lot, what they underestimate is a lot of us are just trying to figure it all out. And then it's easy to, when you're t- kind of taking hits from both sides, it, it is exhausting and I can understand why Mm -hmm. it would, the natural reaction would just be to like fall into a tribe. And because, well,
0: especially since there is no tribe in the middle, there's no tribe. And I don't mean in the middle, just for people who are like, I don't, I don't agree with either of you. I don't
9: agree with everything from either of you. Correct. Right.
0: There are, there are things that I could pick and choose and go, I, yeah, okay. That makes sense. And over here, that makes sense. Um, but I'm not allowed to have that conversation. I'm not allowed to say, well, that piece makes sense. Mm -hmm. That piece, what they're saying here makes, you know, that that's that's true. You're not allowed to have that. And so and both sides can become so militant. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen this with with uh, some Trump supporters to where if you're not on fully the Trump train, (laughs)
9: like full MAGA. (laughs) Yeah, you're
0: you're a dead person. You know, they don't want to even talk to you. And it's like what are you doing that's the same yeah what are you doing
9: that's what, you, yeah, what, and that's what, doing? That's what I was going to ask you too is that do you find that you have to um, that you get pushback if you say well oh maybe something you know when you call out the hypocrisy on the right like it, when oh,
1: yeah. when you see everyone loves that
0: yeah oh,
9: does, they mm, love <laughs> that.
1: oh yeah it makes us very popular <laughs> oh, yeah. well I think there's always been people who there's always been the people who just do talking points right that's always been around and there's always been people who I think try to be thoughtful about mm. what they're doing and those people still exist today i i am concerned that the thirst for that is is not really around anymore like they, there's right there's not as much of a you know because I, I always find the person <laughs> if i'm on twitter or i'm watching a show and the person is coming out i know what the issue of the day is and if i can predict what they're going to say every single day there's no reason for me to be there Right. Right. Like, there's no reason. Like, right. I like going to hear someone say something that's going to surprise me a little bit, at least give me a little bit of a challenge in mm-hmm. some way. Like, so, it, however, on the right, uh, it has been, uh, you're so alone
0: usually on the right when the media, you're getting, you know, just hammered by the media, especially before Fox was around. Hammered by the media, mm. and so you you really kind of listened to people over and over again, who you know you knew exactly what they were going to say, or right. thought you did, because. There's nothing in your tank by the end of the day. Yeah, you, you, you it's know, a everything instinct. Was, yeah. I
9: Although I do think that it made the right better at new media because you had to go to AM radio. Mm-hmm. You were basically
0: yeah. We have to be. You successful had to go online. Yeah. yeah.
9: So there. This is where I think with um, it just seems like the the left is a little trying to c- catch up a little bit with the. They've, which I feel is like so losing. crazy <laughs> losing yeah, right. i know
0: it's crazy cuz they were the ones silicon valley they're the ones that have it we always felt like we were in the the dinosaur you know dinosaur town and all of a sudden we're the ones that are good with memes. Yeah. We're the ones that are good.
1: I mean, that's crazy. We had Tim well, Pool winning
9: the meme award. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> Tim Pool was on the other day, and he said that basically. He's like, Yeah, well, I think, you know, I think that just the right is better at the internet than the left. And it's the same premise in Michael Malice's new book. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of that in there. And it's like, that to me is just like a stunning, stunning. statement. Like, we are supposed to be the ones that always lose those battles, you know? Right. I, but it's because but it's
9: a Wild West. Yeah, yeah. So you guys were like, okay, we can go stake our claim mm-hmm. and do whatever we want and say whatever we want and use it. And when you have the mainstream media at your disposal, you don't need to do that. right?
0: right. And, and now yeah, they le- we, we left, when I left even Fox, I mean, one of the things, we never said this at the time, but every day for a year, I, I looked at Stu and I said, we have got to get out of here. This whole thing, meaning all media, it's going to burn itself to mm-hmm. the ground and i don't want to be a part of that at all mm-hmm. we started this you know way too early um but we <laughs> we, we started this and it and it, it has it has um you know it's put us in a pioneer sort of right. uh, position which you think who else was doing it it was adam corolla but when we started doing this kind of when we started actually putting mm-hmm. television quality stuff it was major league baseball and i believe hbo
1: was the only one that's doing it uh-huh uh and there's a good reason for that it was called buffering <laughs> can, none of the freaking videos would load half the Ooh. time oh yeah watch yeah. our big important special you're not going to be able to watch it for a while <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to eventually start. you'll get through I it I tell you
0: what start downloading it and then come back maybe wednesday night, <laughs> and you'll be able to watch that special <laughs> okay back in just a second uh let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour it's simply safe simply safe having something great for fourth of july simply safe will keep your family safe uh if if i'm just saying if you're living in the outskirts of uh, portland you might want to consider it i'm just saying uh simply safe system has the entry sensors the motion sensors glass break sensors They, they spend like two years on the in their testing of glass break because there's a difference between the sound of a glass that you drop in the kitchen and a window pane and, uh, you know, when they first started doing it, it was like, uh, yeah, you don't want it to to send for police every time you drop a plate uh, in the kitchen. They have really thought all of this stuff uh, through. It is all wireless. You own the system. It is really inexpensive. you're going to be so I'm being frank with you. If you've ever had home security, you're going to be so pissed off. You were paying 50 bucks a month. Because of, well, you gotta pay for the home security. When you see actually what it costs to build this stuff and what Simply Safe is charging, you're gonna be a little pissed. 15% off right now. They've put a package together plus a free HD camera. Complete the protection for your home. All you have to do is go to simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Save 15% and Get a free HD camera at simplysafebeck.com. So in Portland over the weekend, journalist Andy No was uh, beaten. He's in the hospital for a brain bleed uh, today. The mainstream media doesn't seem to care about it. Uh, in fact, they're, they're still supporting Antifa. Here is the actual audio. they spraying him. I guess it's silly string, but they also sprayed him with uh, some sort of splash, some sort of toxic chemical on him. Um, that might have just been a McDonald's milkshake. I'm I'm not sure. There's with no like milk in those. quick
1: drying cement or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's quick reported. drying cement. Hmm. Yeah. What'd you say?
9: Oh, they don't know that, though. I don't think. I mean, for sure. Yeah, no, it's been been
1: reported, right? We don't know. McDonald's
0: is your sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So this is going on, and there was another guy that was beaten with a crowbar, just an old guy walking down the street. They found out that he was conservative leaning,
1: I guess, and uh, that's just not good enough. So they beat him with a crowbar. Would you rather be uh, hit with a concrete shake and attacked or be described by your employer as elfin? (laughs) <laughs> Which one would you prefer? Because <laughs> Andy No, in the Quillette article about, in his defense, it says Andy No is a elfin, soft spoken man. What does that? I also mean, makes lovable? toys I and <laughs> <laughs> gives them to strange children at
0: certain times of the year. That's that's not right. It is. it
1: is a very weird description. Yeah, look for him in your <laughs> chimney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, wait a minute. What? <laughs> our uh, our thoughts and our prayers, which both actually count, uh, go out to uh, Andy No and. Mm-hmm. And we'll have more of this discussion uh, later uh, and back here on radio tomorrow, tonight, 5 o'clock on Blaze TV. Thanks.
3: This is the Glenbeck program.